Greetings from St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, here in the very heart of the City of London. We're delighted that you're tuning in to this podcast. St Bride's is one of the most famous and historic churches in London. Behind me, just over that wall, you can still see the remains of a Roman pavement dating back to around 180 AD. And there's been a church on this site since the 6th century. So it's a privilege for us to be keeping alive that tradition and the message of Christ's love for all here today. Do please leave a comment or a like and tell us where you're listening from. It's always a great pleasure to hear from you. And if you would like to donate to help support these online services, you'll find details in the accompanying text. And now may the light and peace of Christ be with us all as our worship begins.
May I welcome you very warmly to St Bride's to our service of choral evensong on this, the 18th Sunday after Trinity. Wherever you are in the world, and however you're listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St Bride's family. Beloved, we are come together in the presence of Almighty God and of the whole company of heaven to offer unto him through our Lord Jesus Christ, our worship and praise and thanksgiving, to make confession of our sins, to pray as well for others as for ourselves, that we may know more truly the greatness of God's love and show forth in our lives the fruits of his grace, and to ask on behalf of all men such things as their well-being doth require. Wherefore, let us kneel now and humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou them, O God, which confess their faults. Restore thou them that are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, and grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. May the almighty and merciful Lord grant unto you pardon and remission of all your sins, time for amendment of life, and the grace and comfort of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O oh Lord, open thou our lips. And our hearts are sold by faith. O oh God, make speed to save us. O oh Lord, make haste to Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
The Old Testament lesson is written in the book of the prophet Joshua, chapter 3, beginning at the seventh verse. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that, as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. And thou shalt command the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When ye are come to the brink of the water of Jordan, ye shall stand still in Jordan. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, Come hither and hear the words of the Lord your God. And Joshua said, Hereby ye shall know that the living God is among you, and that he will without fail drive out from before you the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Hivites, and the Perizzites, and the Girgashites, and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. Behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passeth over before you into Jordan. Now therefore take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon an heap. And it came to pass, when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people. And as they that bear the Ark were come unto Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the Ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overfloweth all his banks all the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up upon an heap very far from the city Adam, that is beside Zaretan. And those that came down toward the sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed and were cut off, as the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. And all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The New Testament lesson is taken from Matthew chapter 10, verses 1 to 22. And when Jesus had called unto him his twelve disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits, to cast them out, and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Now the names of the twelve apostles are these. The first, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, Thomas and Matthew, the publican, James, the son of Alphaeus and Lebaeus, whose surname was Thaddeus, Simon, the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. Provide neither gold nor silver, nor brass in your purses, nor scrip for your journey, neither two coats, neither shoes, nor yet staves, for the workman is worthy of his meat. And into whatsoever city or town ye shall enter, inquire who in it is worthy, and there abide till ye go thence. And when ye come into an house, salute it, and if the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when ye depart out of that house or city, shake off the dust of your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves, be ye therefore wise as serpents, and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to the councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues, and ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in that same hour what ye shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. And the brother shall deliver up the brother unto death, and the father the child, and the children shall rise up against their parents, and cause them to be put to death. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. with righteousness. O Lord, 
Almighty and everlasting God, increase in us thy gift of faith, that forsaking that which is behind and reaching out to that which is before, we may run the way of thy commandments and win the crown of everlasting joy. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Saviour. Amen. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.
In the name of the living God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. It never fails to surprise me when I encounter people who seem to regard religious belief, particularly, it seems, the Christian faith, as a kind of celestial insurance policy designed to protect you from bad things happening to you. The reason why I find it so extraordinary and surprising is because you don't have to read very much of the New Testament to find copious evidence that, if anything, the exact opposite is the case. Just to clarify what I mean here, yes, there is most certainly profound and lasting comfort and consolation to be found in a life lived in tune with the God whom we worship. That is most certainly and demonstrably the case. But far from keeping us apart from difficult and stressful and sometimes even dangerous situations, the call of discipleship can instead draw us into their very heart. Today's New Testament reading exemplifies this perfectly. The disciples are sent out as sheep in the midst of wolves, facing all manner of challenges that otherwise they would simply not have to confront. The strange paradox of faith is that it is sometimes precisely within those dark places that we find the very thing that we most fervently need and desire. There's a poem by George MacDonald called simply Lost and Found, which when I very first read it, I assumed was simply describing his experience of bereavement, the loss of a friend, because that is what the poet tells us explicitly that he's writing about. Taken at face value, that is its subject matter. I quickly realized there was another dimension to this poem when, oddly enough, I discovered it in an anthology called The Lion Christian Poetry Collection. Up to that point, it hadn't occurred to me to think about it as a specifically Christian poem. But I soon realized that you can, of course, read it as a poem about our quest for God just as much as about a quest for a lost friend. In this poem, MacDonald describes the, his anguished search to recover the friend that he has lost. The poem begins in the evening as the sun sets, when the sense of loss strikes the poet and continues as darkness falls. Tearfully, he seeks his friend up high mountains where he calls his name but is met only by echoes. He seeks him in the city and among the dead, in holy places, in the grandeur of the cathedral. He also seeks him endlessly in literature and art, but finds him nowhere. There is something of the desperation of acute bereavement in all that anguished searching, all of which comes to nothing. And in the same way, of course, the human search for God can feel a fruitless quest sometimes, whether we seek him up high mountains or in lofty cathedrals or in art. But just as the poet does indeed regain a sense of his friend, 
just as he had just as he had given up all hope so we too can sometimes gain echoes of the presence of god when we least expect it the imagery he uses is wonderful the poet likens it to hearing the song of the lark even when you can't pinpoint the bird that is singing but above all and this is the really significant point it is sometimes in the deepest darkness the darkness of a life that really does feel in the poet's words as if it is in frost it is sometimes there that suddenly the light is found a light that is so close that it is within one's very heart i love this poem lost and found by george macdonald i missed him when the sun began to bend i found him not when i had lost his rim with many tears i went in search of him climbing high mountains which did still ascend and gave me echoes when i called my friend through cities vast and charnel houses grim and high cathedrals where the light was dim through books and art and works without an end but found him not the friend whom i had lost and yet i found him as i found the lark a sound in fields i heard but could not mark i found him nearest when i missed him most i found him in my heart a life in frost a light i knew not till my soul was dark amen
Let us pray. Gracious God, we pray for peace, justice and reconciliation throughout the world. We pray for the honouring of human rights and for the relief of the oppressed. We give thanks for all that is gracious in the lives of men, women and children. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for the renewal of the church in faith, love and service. We pray for Sarah, our bishop, and for the life of this parish. We give thanks for the gift of your word, the grace of the sacraments, and the fellowship of your people. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for this community and for all people in their daily life and work. We pray for the young and the elderly, for families and all who are alone. We give thanks for human skill and creativity and all that reveals your love in us. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are in need, for the sick, the sorrowful and bereaved. We pray for all who bring comfort, care and healing we give thanks for human love and friendship and for all that enriches our daily lives. Lord, in thy mercy, hear our prayer. We commend ourselves and all for whom we have prayed to the mercy and protection of God. Merciful Father, Accept, Accept these prayers, these prayers for, the for the sake, sake of thy Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Amen.
peace of God which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. <laughs>